This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm Solar Power World Editor-in-Chief Kelly Pickerel, and today I'm talking with Larry Steffen. He is VP of Sales for Eagle Point Solar, a residential and commercial solar installer headquartered in Iowa. So nice to talk with you today, Larry. Hi, Kelly. It's nice to talk to you also, and I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Yeah. So first, we are talking in early May, so I'm wondering what day-to-day work is like for Eagle Point Solar at this point in the coronavirus pandemic. Are you personally working from home? Okay. I personally today am not working from home. (laughs) I am locked in my office with the door shut uh, because I am practicing, you know, social distancing, which is the recommendation of of Governor Reynolds uh, here in Iowa. Uh, and since March 23rd, in, in all of our six locations in Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin, they're all closed to the public. Um, you know, all of our employees, uh, you know, from a design, sales, engineering, uh, are working from home. And it's had, you know, a little bit of a disruption in, in our day-to-day work, but, you know, we're still, we're still getting our work done. We do embrace technology, so, you know, it allows us to, you know, communicate with each other. Um, but it is kind of different uh, coming into the office when there's literally maybe one other person here when there's usually 70. <laughs> so it's just different. So Yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of form of, there's not that camaraderie, I guess. I, I'm feeling that too. Yeah, but like I says, it's, it's slowed us down a little bit, but we're, we're getting our work done, which is, which is good. Okay. So how many employees does Eagle Point Solar have? And you said work slowing down, but are you still able to do installations? Well, what we're doing is, uh, yeah, we, um, we're currently 78 full-time employees and a spattering of, of some part-time uh, you know, partners that we have from a sales and marketing standpoint. Um, you know, like I said earlier, everybody is working from home uh, from a design standpoint, from a sales standpoint. We utilize Zoom, we utilize Microsoft Teams, uh, obviously email, and uh, even for a more mature worker like I am, we're into the texting side of it, which is, <laughs> which is a new venture for me, but I'm learning. And uh, you know, so we stay, in, we stay in contact with them. Uh, you know, we're, we're following the guidelines that we have to, and uh, you know, because the, the safety of our clients and our employees are definitely important. Um, our construction crews are still building um, in the jurisdictions that we work. Uh, we're monitoring the different areas that we're working in to make sure that we adhere to, you know, what other the different jurisdictions have, you know, as far as their requirements. And, you know, we want, we want to follow them to the letter because, you know, once again, the safety of the, you know, our customers and, and our employees uh, are key. We, we haven't really seen a slowdown in our construction division, uh, you know, because we have a fairly large backlog of projects and we are able to build projects because, um, you know, being designated an essential business due to the power generation, um, they seem to have not have skipped a beat. So. Well, that is good news. Yeah. Um, let's back up just a little bit. Tell me how Eagle Point Solar got its start. This is your 10th year in business, right? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, when we look at, you know, some of the, uh, when we look at when Eagle Point Solar founded, it was founded by a gentleman named Barry Shear. 
Uh, you know, and, and Barry Shear is is probably the most passionate person that I know uh, about the solar industry uh, and the environment. And uh, you know, Barry started Eagle Point Solar to to make a difference. You know, on his on his side of it. So we're we're very blessed to have somebody like Barry Shear. You know, steering the ship. You know, and starting Eagle Point Solar. Uh, you know, capitalizing this company so that we could we could grow and, and flourish. And then probably about seven and a half years ago or so, uh, a gentleman named Jim Pullen came on board. Uh, today, Jim is our general manager. I came in about six and a half years ago. And, you know, what we did is I think we all agree. I shouldn't say I think. I says we all agreed on what we wanted to accomplish as a company. And, and that was to make a difference, you know, to grow. And we implemented, you know, what I call a, a very – a very simple strategy to grow this business. You know, once the three of us were all on the same page is, you know, that we're, we're very heavy on the educational side of the solar industry. And that's how we approach any client that talks to us. Uh, you know, I want you to understand, you know, what it is we do and how we do it and why we do it the way we do. We want them to understand how it works. We want them to understand the, the warranties of the equipment. We want them to understand the, the life expectancies uh, of the equipment. Uh, we were, were adamant about answering the questions or the concerns that they might have. You know, the, the concerns that they might have is, you know, is this stuff really going to last that long? Or, you know, is my roof going to leak? You know, et cetera. So we're very adamant about answering those types of questions. But one of the bigger things that we did once we get through that first those first phases in our process, we go through a very specific education of the person to understand the financial and the environmental component and the value proposition that brings that we bring to the table. And once we get them to understand, and I teach my salespeople, I says, we have to teach people how to do the math, okay? So we answer their questions, we address their concerns, and we teach them how to do the math. And once we did that, it makes this a relatively easy thing for people to understand. Now, you know, having them understand that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody buys because I wish I could say that everybody does, but they don't, okay? Because of the financial component of that. But when we, when we use this strategy, it says it works for us, it's simple, and, you know, to this date, uh, it's allowed us to build about, I don't know, about 1,400 solar projects, uh, you know, to date uh, in, the, in the amount of time that we've been in, in business. And I think the bottom line to our success is, success is we kept it simple. Um, we worked hard. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And, you know, I think if you keep it simple and you, and you work hard, eventually – the successes are going to uh, going to come your way, and we're obviously in that particular mode right now. So we're very we're very thankful for that. But uh, there's really no real magic. So keep it simple, answer questions, and teach people um, you know the value proposition that we bring. Yeah, I think that simplicity is probably also really helpful in the Midwest market. And, and you did say that you work in um, multiple states besides just Iowa. So tell me about that. What kind of solar projects do you work on and, and where are you working? 
Okay. We are, we're a regional developer in Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Uh, I'm physically sitting in Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, Dubuque uh, sits on the bluffs of the Mississippi River, and, you know, we're literally one mile from Wisconsin and one mile from Illinois. So, you know, that tri-state area, you know, that's, that's the areas that we work in. You know, we have, we have satellite offices in Canton, Illinois, and Peoria, Illinois, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Davenport, have some in Baraboo, Wisconsin, Madison, Milwaukee, et cetera. So, um, you know, those are the areas that, that we cover. And we have, you know, four primary markets that, that, we, that we market to, that we build projects for. Uh, obviously, we do, we do a, a tremendous amount of residential solar arrays. We do a lot of agricultural arrays. Uh, we do commercial and industrial arrays. And then another sector would be what I call non-taxable entities, which would encompass school districts, cities, counties, or other non-taxable entities that obviously, you know, can benefit from, uh, you know, renewable energy and, and basically saving money on their electricity bill. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we do. Awesome. So what is the Iowa solar market like in, in kind of that tri-state area? How, how is the Midwest solar market? Well, it's interesting because we all believe internally here that the solar industry here in the Midwest is still in its infancy. And when you look at Iowa specifically, uh, you know, the solar installations statewide are, are probably, you know, they're, they're less than 1%, you know, of all of the renewable energy. Because if you've never been in Iowa, we have a tremendous amount of wind turbines here. Okay? And, you know, so the solar industry is still a baby in our particular market. And, you know, that's why we have, you know, we've seen a steep growth curve here in the Midwest, you know, for our company. Um, Word of mouth and larger projects coming to, you know, the Midwest is a great channel to help educate people on what we, you know, what we bring to the table. So there's a lot of people talking about this. A vast majority of what we do is referral business. You know, says, hey, they did this, and this makes sense, and hey, did they, they did that, and we should at least talk to these people, and then once they, you know, once we get engaged with them, we take them through our, our simple process, uh, and so on. We believe that the market is going to continue to grow, and, you know, so we're, we're gearing up for, you know, a substantial amount of growth, probably not as much as what we've seen in the last five years, because, you know, over the last five years, you know, we've, we've grown from a 10-person company to a 78-person company. And, you know, we believe that's going to continue, but maybe not as, not as quickly because it, it does have to be controlled. And, um, you know, I think there's bigger and better things that are coming, and we're very optimistic about the future of our company. Mm-hmm. Well, now with the, the wrench thrown in there with the coronavirus, um, you mentioned you guys are staying busy, but how have you prepared for the next few months? Are you right now even securing more jobs for, for later months? Well, I, you know, I wish I could tell you and say that we're going gangbusters, but we definitely have seen, uh, you know, a slowdown, uh, you know, from our, from our sales and, and our marketing efforts. And, you know, obviously that's beyond our control. So, uh, what we had, a, you know, typically we would do is, you know, I would do a tremendous amount of, of seminars, you know, educational seminars in, in group settings where we can gather a bunch of people and, 
and we talk about what it is that we do, you know, we've, we've changed that, uh, you know, to go to everything, you know, a virtual thing. COVID-19 has forced us, you know, to go to a more of a virtual, you know, item. It's, it's forcing us to embrace some other technology that we do to make sure that we, uh, you know, stay within the guidelines that are given to us on our day-to-day efforts, you know, on our work. So, you know, we, we use drone technology, we use virtual meeting technology to stay in contact, you know, with our, with our companies, uh, you know, 3D photo mapping, we use design software um, that allows us to do things in, in real time. Um, these tools have really allowed us to communicate, you know, to the people that we have to talk to, uh, you know, from a design standpoint. But we have seen, uh, you know, some people that are just, they might be sitting back a little bit and saying, you know, I'm going to wait and see how this shakes out. And it's, so it's not that we're losing any deals as we go forward. People are just delaying them. And, you know, what we feel is going to happen is we think that our, our fiscal, our fiscal year Q2, you know, 2020 is definitely going to be soft. There's absolutely no doubt about it. We also believe that Q3 and Q4 for the rest of 2020 is going to come back um, like uh, you know, like gangbusters. Hmm. Now, from a construction standpoint, we haven't really seemed to have skipped a beat. Uh, you know, we follow the rules with our construction people when they build them. We probably have, I, I didn't know the exact number, but it, we probably have around 300 open projects at this particular time. And an open project would be there somewhere between the contract phase to the actual, uh, uh, you know, commissioning phase on the solar array. And our expectation, our adjusted numbers this year after COVID hit is that we expect to contract probably around 600 solar arrays this year. So like I said, that's a lot of work. Um, And I think it's optimistic, but uh, I believe we have to stay optimistic, but it has, that number has been dialed back. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So Eagle Point has been a leader in getting utilities to accept solar in your region. I you know you, you filed suits against utilities in the past over PPAs and, and third-party financing. So why has it been important for Eagle Point Solar to kind of lead this movement in your area? Boy, that's a, that's a loaded question, okay? <laughs> And I love it because you, you are correct. And, and I'll go back to, you know, the passion that our founder, Barry Shear has about renewable energy in, in general. Uh, Barry is adamant about the fact of expanding this business. He is also adamant about the fact that if he feels that something is not correct or fair, or if we get pushback from the utilities, Um, eventually somebody has to stand up to them and say, you know, look, we're out here trying to make a living, you know, we generate power and so on. So when we talk about the litigation uh, that happened in Iowa, um, you know, prior to the the Iowa Supreme Court ruling that allowed us to to do power purchase agreements, um, you know, Barry spearheaded that, he funded that. We knew as a company, and at that time we're very small, that that particular ruling when it came down in our favor was a huge catalyst in the explosion that Eagle Point Solar experienced from a growth standpoint. There was instant credibility for our company to say, hey, you know what, these people actually know what they're talking about and they're willing to fight for it. 
And I think when you look here in the Midwest, that's very, very important to people to say, you know what, I've got somebody in my corner, right? And they're willing to stand up and, you know, and fight. Uh, what it comes down to is why would we do that? I think we understood that once that happened, that good things were eventually going to happen. Uh, and that's and that's where we saw the steep growth curve you know, happening in, in Iowa. It, it absolutely happened after that ruling came down in May of 2014. Now, um, I guess on the, you know, on another side of that is unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, we're in the very same litigation in the state of Wisconsin uh, at this particular point in time. Um, some of the utilities are pushing back on the concept of a power purchase agreement, you know, or an energy services agreement. And we're taking the same standpoint that we did in Iowa, that this arrangement of third-party ownership to allow a non-taxable entity to build a solar array, it's a funding mechanism. Uh, it's another option. And, and when you look at the PPA in general, is it allows a non-taxable entity to build a solar array and not have to pay for it. And, and that's a huge sales benefit you know, to any non-taxable entity like a school district or a city or a county, because everybody seems to be struggling with their budgets and their money. Um, so, you know, that helped us in Iowa. We absolutely believe that the, the exact same thing is going to happen in Wisconsin. And I am making an assumption that we are going to be successful in that. Uh, the verdict is not in on that yet, but that's still a work in progress. Uh, we believe the same thing is, is going to happen. And that's why we as a company you know, are, are gearing up uh, with our, uh, our expansion in the state of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely a leader in the region, um, just kind of calling attention to, you know, these really important issues. I'm wondering, are you also a leader in storage? Are you installing storage in the area? We are. It, it's interesting because, uh, you know, when, you know when, you, when people ask me that question, uh, we are. I mean, storage, in, in our opinion, is going to be a very heavy component in the solar industry going forward. Uh, as a company, we've probably installed about 40, I would say, battery projects at this point. Uh, and it's, it's growing every day because people are talking about it. You know, we're, we're using the Tesla Powerwall, we're using LG Chem batteries, we're using Outback, Generac, you know, Sonnen. And the battery storage component is is the solar industry's answer to what I call adverse utility policy, okay? And it, it gives us the ability to sit down and say, hey, if, if your utility wants to do this, we can do this. We have an answer for you. We have the ability to do uh, a return on investment calculation. So once again, I can teach you how to do the math about why something like that uh, would make sense to you. But even a bigger component, uh, you know, besides the residential battery side of it is when we talk about larger commercial and industrial customers, which could include school districts and larger cities, is there's an energy or an electricity demand management component, um, you know, to, to uh, you know, electricity that we believe that the battery storage component is going to be a huge game changer. Uh, you're talking about disruptive technology here. 
And as a company, we are, we are determined to make sure, one, that we embrace that, uh, and two, that we become the leader in the markets that we serve on that. And, and the technology is catching up. I mean, it's, it works. It's functional. It's a matter of, you know, getting that message out to people to say, you know, hey, I can help you in this particular area when it comes to energy demand management because, you know, demand charges on electricity bills for, uh, you know, commercial and industrial customers and so on. That's a huge amount of their electricity bill. And, you know, if we can help in any way in that, obviously we want to, we want to dive in. Um, but I'll say that again, we believe over the next few years, the storage component is a game changer in the solar industry and it's going to take off tremendously. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm personally, I'm based in Ohio. And so, um, yeah, it's been interesting to see how, especially in the Midwest, just storage is starting to finally creep up. Of course, it's been, you know, widely adopted in, in California and on the East Coast, but right. to see it come here, I mean, that's, it is really exciting. Oh, and the other, and the other great thing about it is the cost of the battery systems is actually coming down, which is a good thing. That's good for everybody. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned that you do seminars and things, but how are you getting the word out about EcoPoint? Like, are you doing other outreach within the community? Yeah, when we, when we do that, it says I do a tremendous amount of educational seminars, but when we expand our, you know, our community engagement efforts, we are, you know, we have, we have a marketing director here. that's very good at, at, you know, the social media audience. Um, you know, we keep engaged with, you know, all of the industry news, obviously a lot of that industry news, you know, comes from you that we share that, you know, out on Facebook, we share that on LinkedIn, we share that at a lot of different things and it gets people talking uh, about our industry. You know, we do a fair amount of trade shows we do group buy systems, group buys are targeted at specific areas, you know, that allow a group of people to get together and say, you know what, you can, I can buy 10,000 solar modules for a lot less than you can buy 20 for your house. So let's get together and we'll make a big purchase. Uh, we do probably three or four of them a year. Um, you know, we're obviously doing career fairs. We help uh, college, you know, community college specifically set up uh, educational, uh, you know, uh, curriculum because as an industry is we need to have people that embrace our technology and understand that. So we work with some local community colleges to build a curriculum so that they can train people uh, so that they can come out with a certificate, you know, that allows them to come into, uh, into our business and, uh, you know, be productive we have aggressive, uh, you know, um, intern program uh, where the interns will come in throughout the summer. Uh, you know, we pay them and they work in our design team and they work on our construction team because it gives them a good feel about, uh, you know, what it is that we, what is, is that we do. Um, I guess one of the other things, which is, which is kind of interesting is we also um, at, at this particular point right now, we have a tiny home um, sitting in in our warehouse right now, and it's being built by a group of alternative education students, and their instructor, you know, is building it back here, you know, so that you know the students they understand the basic trades that it takes to to build a house like that. We installed a solar array on it. We installed a battery system, so it's going to be 
you know, completely off grid. And, and that particular thing is going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be auctioned off and the proceeds are going to go back to help in the curriculum for the students. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. It's, uh, it's actually kind of cool. Um, it's just a little house. Uh, I think it sleeps two people and it sits on a trailer that you can pull around. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. It's pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds wonderful, all the stuff that you're involved with, and, and, and you guys seem to be doing really well, but I mean, what specifically, what is Eagle Point Solar hoping to accomplish in the next few years? Well, I tell you, that's, that's always the magical question, and, uh, you know, we, we talk about this internally a lot as, you know, as an ownership, part of the ownership group. Um, you know, I think there's several things. Uh, you know, one, we, we definitely want to continue to grow. We believe that as a company with the expansion in Iowa, you know, and our, and our expansion into Wisconsin and, you know, Illinois, we're evaluating potentially other states that we could, that we could move into. You know, we believe that in size, you know, as far as employee base and as far as projects and as far as revenue, I think we have another double in us, you know, over the next, over the next few years. I think we're all pretty confident that that's going to happen. Um, we want our company to mature in the existing markets that we have, uh, you know, Madison, Milwaukee, uh, Peoria, Illinois, Davenport, Cedar Rapids. So those particular areas, we, we want to make sure that those mature. And when I talk about maturing in a market, if you have a regional office there, we want to have a local employee base. We want to have local salespeople, marketing people local construction crew, local design people, uh, you know, so that those office can be, offices can be self-sustaining. Um, we talked earlier, it says we obviously want to be, you know, the leader in, in storage and, and energy demand management because, uh, you know, I think, think that's, that's just a huge, huge market that's still coming. And I think lastly is, you know, one thing that we, you know, that we obviously want to do, and we, we talk about this a lot, is we want our employees to share in the successes that we have as a company. Um, we've got a lot of motivated individuals in this company, and, uh, you know, we're, we're saying, hey, this is where we want to go. This is how we want to get there. We want everybody to share in the, in the successes, you know, through, uh, you know, obviously our pay structures, profit sharing, uh, and the advancement potential, uh, you know, for people that come in, um, we have a, a large amount of people that, you know, have been, you know, trained internally, and we promoted them internally into managerial type positions, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll use myself as an example. I, I came to Eagle Point Solar just strictly as a salesperson, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. um, and advanced up. And I think when you take that whole package, as we're, you know, we we want our we want our our employees to, uh, you know, embrace our company. And, and so far, you know, we've, you know, it's, it's been great. We obviously can get better. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Everybody can. And, uh, you know, we're pretty good at building solar arrays. It doesn't mean we're perfect. Uh, but we're pretty darn good. So. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'll, I'll be following along and, and definitely paying attention to your, to your fight in Wisconsin for the um, PPAs and everything, but I wish you luck and, yeah, thanks Thanks for talking to me today, Larry. I really appreciate it. And Kelly, I appreciate you taking the time. And, uh, you know, it's great talking with you. 
This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.